1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey everybody, here we go again, another edition of Sports Insider Radio. Glad to be with you in Las Vegas, Brian Blessing, and what a time of year it is. We're talking championship week, Uh, the NBA, the NHL, Uh, March Madness is taking center stage, got a great golf tournament this week, we know the boys play soccer, there's all kinds of goodies on the wagering board to talk about, so let's not waste any time, let's bring the boys John and Mike into the fray. Hello, fellas. How's it going today? Ready to roll, man. Ready to roll for uh, baseball. Who cares about March Madness? He's ready for baseball, he says. Seven days out. Seven days out. Are you excited? Next week, we're going to be in studio. And we're gonna, it's going to, you know, I didn't realize it's going to be in studio and the first day of the MLB season. The earliest MLB start in the history. All right, so we get to kick it off at Sports and Saturday Radio. So you boys will be here what day? We land at nine. We'll be there by ten forty-five, ready on, to roll on Wednesday. On Wednesday. Wow! Look at that. Looking forward to seeing you. And you're going to uh, have uh, buffalo wings for breakfast. Uh, yeah, we can do that. 
No, I'm easily you know, amused. We upgraded to a stake at one point. Uh, no, you're sadly mistaken. Play the <laughs> play the play the tape. Uh, prove it. Play the tape. Well, we'll find it. We have enough shows archived. <laughs> yes, we do. Radio.com. How's everything going, Phil? How about free agency in the NFL and uh, Odell? It's Beck- funny. We were just talking about it before there last week. We in full disclosure, Mike had the flu, and I dragged him on the air, even though he had the flu, which is why I was holding the show down for him because he uh, it was paining him to even be on the air. But this week, he's all. He's all in a tizzy about the Cleveland Browns and the futures and Odell Beckham. And let's talk about what everybody else is talking about, which is, you know, again, everybody's obsessed with this 16-week season of NFL football, and it's amazing. You turn on the sports radio, and yes, we are on radio right now, but it's amazing that you would think that NFL starting tomorrow the way they act. Well, you know, the, the Browns right now are 7-1. to one odds to win the AFC behind the Patriots and the Chiefs. What do you think about that, Brian? Third best team in the AFC right now. Oh, no. I mean, I absolutely I got hammered down. But listen, um, you know, Antonio Brown's not with Pittsburgh, but I still believe the Steelers are the main danger. Uh, the Ravens. Uh, oh, what about the guy that went to the Jets? I'm talking about the AFC North. The Ravens got gutted. And uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati. I mean, Cleveland should be the favorite. Well, I mean, Cleveland, now they have that connection. I mean, Odell played college ball with Landry at LSU years back. Now they're back together. Um, They added to an already good backfield with Bradley Chubb. Now they have Kareem Hunt, depending on his suspension terms for next year. And Baker in year two, he was already, I'd say, you know, a top ten quarterback in the last six games of the season last year with a pretty decent defense because they were keeping games close and I remember early in the season they you know there was a tie to Pittsburgh and a couple late fourth quarter you know if a possession or two they could have been in the playoffs even last year because the ball just didn't fall their way early in the season in a couple very close games and that's a team that looks revamped I mean I know it's still the Cleveland Browns and they've been the Cleveland Browns but it just feels different and this is coming from a diehard Ravens fan that I have to play them. We have to play them twice a year. But we made some good additions, Brian. I don't know if you heard. I'm sure you're on top of the wire. We signed Earl Thomas earlier today, and we also signed Mark Ingram, which should should boast well for a, a good, um, you know, a good running formation because we're going to be, you know, we run two running plays the entire game for the last three games of the season. So. I mean, I'm I'm very interested to see what they're going to do in, with the rest of free agency with the Ravens being, as well as the draft, because they got rid of John Brown, they got rid of Crabtree, so we literally don't have a starting receiver. Well, that's I what I, I was going to ask you. I mean, being the diehard Bills fan, uh, Brown was good with Flacco. Uh, he disappeared once Jackson became the quarterback, and uh, he went to Buffalo, and he runs like a reindeer, and Allen can throw it a country mile. What, how, what about John Brown? I think that's a it's a good addition for him. He's got plenty of talent. The guy is as fast as anybody route running that I've seen. So he just did not fit the mold for Lamar. I mean, with Flacco, they could air it out, which Josh Allen is pretty much a very similar type quarterback with his arm strength. I think it's a great addition for him. We just didn't have any use for him anymore. So, you know, I, I think it's things in the NFL, which is crazy, the frenzy that's been going on the last couple of days. And, um, you know, we let go of four or five defensive starters, but, you know, keeping 
stay, staying on the Ravens for a minute, he, you know, getting rid of Mosley was probably hurt the most. But the guy personally, outside of run protection, you know, he, he's not a fast linebacker past six yards. He's not covering any tight end down the field. Besides his leadership and still being a Pro Bowl caliber player, yeah, we're losing a little bit there. But getting rid of Weddle, he's you know his best years are behind him. Suggs, the best years are behind him. So I think revamping with Earl Thomas and that will give Jefferson, who are other strong safety, definitely a lot more freedom to play that strong safety role, um, which our secondary was great last year. So I believe the younger guys are going to step up. Um, for the Ravens, I think they still have a lot more work to do because of the cap space of getting rid of Flacco as well. So right now we're ahead of the curve. It didn't seem that way yesterday, but after this morning I do feel a lot better, Brian. Hey, John, you were talking about it, though. I mean, uh, you got to give them credit. Uh, you know, With all that's going on, the NFL still finds their way into the focal point of the discussion. It's amazing. What, you mean Alliance football doesn't fight? No, I'm just joking. I mean, look, it, 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 this is the thing that I get, you know, you always ask us about dealing with the clients and sure. consulting the clients and the betting is a business angle is with the clients. But this is the biggest thing is that, you know, if you want to get these guys talking and happy and interested, just talk about the NFL in, in, in June and July. It's like, you know, it's like really like there's so much going on right now with – Sports that you have an opportunity to profit from, and again, people like people love it from an entertainment point of view, and they love betting on it. Um, but you know, I'm all about looking at the edges, and that's why you know I do my best to be a uh, non-sponsored nor paid spokesman for the MLB. You know, because it's like it, you deal with these clients that are betting March Madness right now, and you bring up MLB and they don't realize it starts in a week and it's like they're so into betting college basketball which is fine but again you should be in the betting because you have an edge because you can make money regardless of what shape the ball is and but the NFL it's amazing people call up here and they want to talk about these trades and they want to talk about who went where and what the future odds are going to be and I I get it in July like after 4th of July and you're like rounding the stretch so to speak and you're getting into where you want to place your future wagers before the season starts but talking about it in March is kind of no. I it, it, just, it, yeah. You're you're trying to coax them into hey, there's a boatload of college basketball games today. I mean, uh, there's there's things at the forefront of this. But I and I know uh, baseball's a big deal for you fellas, and you're, here we go. I mean, it's it's right around the bend. I know you're anxious to get it started, and we invite you to check out SportsInsiderRadio.com eight hundred two zero nine one six seven nine. Have you been able to? Really, and I know you—you were following along. I mean, the last few weeks, you'll be giving me updates from the Grapefruit League. I mean, listen—you know—you want to talk about? I'm going to give you updates on all the sports, but let's just break down yesterday's exhibition baseball: Twins plus 160, winner; Tigers plus 200, winner; and it goes on and on. Miami plus 130, winner; Uh, Washington plus 150, winner. I mean, you know, just this is like this is like how they make these teams 200 in exhibition. Listen, I, I don't like to give out free games because they have no intrinsic. There's no system behind it. But for the next week, if you want to make a little extra chicken scratch, you basically any team over 150, you bet them in the exhibition. 
these teams don't care. These favorite teams don't care. Boston's laying 200 yesterday. It opened at 174 and steamed up to 200 in an exhibition game. You're laying 200 in an exhibition game? Come on, Brian. I hear you. I hear you. And I know, I know you're already plotting a course for your barking dogs in baseball. Yeah, blot, you know, plotting the course for the barking dogs and, and looking to try to preach to these people that when you have sports, and you, again, you're you're a, you're obviously in in it more than anybody I know in the NHL. When you have sports like you know you have the two MLB and the NHL, where there's an absence of a point spread and you're just picking the outright winner, you know it you, it is a different ball game. And you know the the bottom line guys, people that ignore that, um, you know I just don't have the algorithms and I don't have the sources. Uh, I've tried to get quality guys on hockey other than yourself. So if you want hockey, you know, you head over to the Insiders game for hockey. Well, but let, let me just, and, I, and I will say this too, that at this time of year, uh, there are defined there are opportunities. The, uh, the NHL, the calendar, is such a unique thing. This sport is so unique in that in the beginning of the year, uh, you know, totals, uh, teams are going for it. Then the calendar hits January. Uh, things start to tighten up a little bit. Then you get the trade deadline. Certain teams become completely different, and then they go on a run. Then you've got teams that are fighting and already playing playoff hockey just to get in. And then you get games like last night where you've got a team fighting for it against well, I mean, again, well, well, let me, let, let me, San Jose? Well, why would no, you not no, take San Jose? Let me tell you about the one I was going to tell you. Okay. Yeah. You've got Calgary playing New Jersey. And New Jersey's hopelessly out of it. And Calgary, Cal, Calgary is uh, an offensive machine at home. Uh, and Jersey's got nothing to play for. That, so in terms of the game being physical, that likely is not going to happen. And they're going to go up and down the ice. And the total in this game was six and a half. And it's, and it's an out-of-conference game. And they're not running the risk of losing points to a team that they're playing because they're in a different conference. And the game ends up being nine four. I mean, right. that, can I say this to you? But, but I'm just saying, is that the but, highest money line of the season. I don't know. I don't. I would never. I would minus, never. I don't even look at stuff. Like minus five hundred. I'm, I'm talking about the total. The total in that game it. should have been seven and a half. And you know, here's the total was six, and they scored thirteen goals. I mean, you you talk right. about, you know, just like you know, turn the channel after the first period and get on to the next thing. But there are opportunities like this that exist in the NHL now all the way through the remainder of the season with teams that are in it and out of it. Right. And, you know, and, and, and obviously I'm looking for the dog money. Last week I, I was having a little fun in exhibition football, and I went 7-4, excuse me, ba- uh, baseball. I went 7-4 and four just, to give you, just to put this in perspective of what, how dogs are so valuable, Brian. So, you know, last week I went – Seven and four in MLB. If you were laying one ten at a hundred dollars a game, you the client would make or anybody would make two hundred and sixty dollars. You know, win seven, lose four forty. Right? We're on the same sheet there. Yeah. So seven and four. If you bet a hundred dollars on every game across the board last week, all dogs, eleven dogs, you made seven hundred and thirty dollars. Look at the difference between laying one ten and playing dogs in baseball. Seven and four, you win two sixty. Seven and four last week, you win seven thirty. You're up three net winners, but the money you're up seven point three net winners. That's the value of betting to the dog side in baseball. 
You can't do that in any sport on a consistent basis. Um, and, and again, it's proven Oh, I could, every time I come on the radio, every Wednesday, I could talk about Tuesday and the Monday before and the Saturday, Sunday before and the Saturday before. And we've been talking about this literally for a decade. And now with the legal sports wagering in these new cities and states, you know, you, you don't have a scenario. And obviously the offshore outs, there is no real reason why somebody should say, my man doesn't take MLB, so I'm going to wait till football. Does he talk like that? <laughs> yeah, he does if he's in the South. My man doesn't take it. And nothing against our lovely Southern rich clients, but I'm just saying. You know, again, these these are the opportunities. But, again, let's also talk about the game within the game. Um, also, I expect uh, to be given horse race winners next Tuesday to pay for lunch. Wednesday, excuse me, because I never lose a horse race with you in person. And I expect you to be having some very large golf wagers for us to make so we can you know make take a hundred and turn into fifty thousand you're gonna have something for us or we got to do that yeah i'll go give it to you right i'll tell you what because it's the kind of guy i am uh Uh, grab your pen mike grab your pen i'll tell you right now uh the players championship is literally grabbing his pen a great tournament a great tournament that's about to tee off tomorrow uh and it will uh dominate my existence the next four days i love this tournament uh, Xander Shoffley at 25-1, to 1, I think, is very much part of the discussion, but there are bomb plays. Shane Lowry, 150-1. to 1. Matthew Fitzpatrick. Uh, actually, whoa, 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 whoa. Who are we betting? Let's start over. Who am I betting tomorrow? Go ahead. Xander Shoffley. Xander. I'm going to just write Xander. There's got to be only one Xander. Go There's ahead. only one Xander, yeah. Uh, Shane Lowry's 150-1. to 1. I like it. Yeah. And Matt Wallace is eighty to one. So what I won't do is I won't drive him to the racetrack, and I won't be in a car with you when you're betting golf. I don't know if you remember a few years ago I was in the car with you. You were driving. I was not driving, and your phone was <laughs> blowing up uh-huh. every, literally every swing. Whoever you had money on, people were phoned. Yeah, and I yeah. play by play. Yeah, yeah, and I taped it and wanted to go home and watch it. I mean, I, I literally throw my phone away when that happens so you know now let's talk reality since we're, we have the format here yes sir on this golf betting what would you say the odds are that one of those three will produce a winning ticket just as a whole if you're just encompassing oh, well, it as a whole I, I, I think they're overlaid prices I don't think uh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. so what you're basically saying is the word that you don't like to use applies to this situation. You're betting them for value. No, I'm betting because they're an overlay. There is no the word value. To, it means nothing in sports betting. There is no value in ripping up a ticket. Yeah, you know. Well, there's a value if you think your price is better. Like you but said, no, well, you it's an overlaid price. I'm betting. I mean, if Kenny White makes a game at but minus no, two, I, but, and I'm not, but I'm not one, betting. Got value. I'm not betting them because of the odds. I'm betting them because I like them. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're not looking at them as just like high risk. No. And I, I do this Get every week. I'll, I'll have, I'll okay. have, I'll have, and this tournament is probably more so than any tournament this year. Uh, you should employ this strategy. I'll bet four guys generally, three to five guys, um, and you know, sixty, eighty, hundred to one. And all you got to do, and I know you say this is. Uh, 
you know, if you bet three dogs in baseball and they're juicy dogs, you go one and three, you're still making money. So if I'm, if I'm betting these four guys and one of them hits on a weekly basis, the average return on investment is going to be 35, 40 to one. I've already hit two golf tournaments this year. My whole golf season's a free roll. That's that's the beauty of this. I mean, you're betting toothpicks to get lumber yards, but but my whole golf season's going to be a free roll. And I've hit Xander Shoffley twice already to win. And I'm telling you, he's got a shot again this week. What are his What are his odds he's, tomorrow? You know, he's a world class player. He's twenty five to one. But these other guys are all world class players. Um, and there's distinct now, reasons about, why to play. The main guy, I, I haven't looked. Are the main guys in there? Tiger and Mickelson. Yeah, they're all there. there. I mean, Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy are the favorites at twelve to one. And the fact that they're twelve to one tells you how tough a course it is. But the thing that's so unique about this okay. is that this tournament has always been played in May, and now it's being played in March. So the course has been overseeded, and the rough is down from four and a half inches to two and a half inches. But the biggest story here is that in May, the prevailing wind at Sawgrass is a southerly wind. Now, this time of year, the prevailing wind is a northerly wind, which means these guys are hitting it into the wind on the island hole on 17 and the tough tee shot on 18. So all these guys who haven't played this course in March, and there are only 24 guys in this field that have ever played this course in March because it was 12 years ago they did it, this thing is so wide open because a first-time starter in this event can go and get it done uh, and it, 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 because the, the conditions are going to be a massive learning curve for everybody. And hence, they, even the favorites are an inflated number. Got it. So people should be really excited about betting golf just because uh, the odds, it's, you know, they'll parlay football games, they'll parlay basketball games, but well, they won't look at golf. No, they won't. No, but in the, in the thing is now, and, and, here, and so then just maybe to, we'll lock this down on this, but on Friday, because this is a wide open event, and in the last two weeks in Florida, we've seen guys come from off the pace that were four, five, six shots back and post a number. And the leaders faltered, and these guys were freewheeling it. So on Friday, you get the benefit and the luxury of watching them for two days. You can then get, and I'll just, for argument's sake, say Rory McIlroy, who's 12-1 to 1 to win the tournament. But if on Friday night, Rory McIlroy is six or seven shots back, he'll be 35-1, to 1, right? And then on Saturday, he shoots a 66, and he's right back in there. So to me, there's no reason, unless you're all in on a guy in that 12 to 16 to 1 range, you're all in on a guy, you're crazy to play it. Wait and play it until the weekend when maybe he comes from off the pace and you'll get 25 to 1 instead of 12 to 1. Mike, are you in? I'm in. (laughs) We're both in. Mike, you're both in. Hold the ticket for us. Hold the ticket for us. We'll cash it next week. But I got to give you – listen, I got to give you a date. I'm listening. Saturday – May 18th, 2019. Can you just, like, check the schedule with Southwest? You'll get a that's, nice That's the ticket. Preakness. I know it is. That's, a, that's it's the, the Preakness. Second. It's two weeks after the... Black Eyed Susan. It's two we'll weeks the, after we'll the first everything. Saturday in May. <laughs> the 143rd running. Listen, you should come. Do you know the Make words money. to Maryland, my Maryland? Um, I'll let Mike take over that. <laughs> um, it's not like I was born five, literally. Wait, you have to understand the hospital I, that I was born come in. Come on, man. When in Rome. Racetrack. When in Rome. 
Listen, you know, <laughs> next I, I week, get the, I, next know. week, I want you to sing Maryland, my Maryland. Do, do on you the show. realize that I drive by <laughs> Pimlico three yeah. times a day? Minimum. I, I know you do, and, for, and unfortunately, about four years ago, you actually stopped there with Mike. Unbelievable. Um, but, you know, <laughs> Sorry, here's, Mike. Here's, here's the thing: we're, we're going to be. We got some. Now, how often is is golf going to be? When, so when does it start? For the listener listening, that's not a golf better. Bets have to be placed. The initial bets have to but be placed he, he, by when? Well, by uh, tonight. I mean, it tees tonight. off tomorrow morning. But but here's here's the deal, and and these are the kind of things. In just as a point of general discussion. Uh, we you can live bet it. I get it. Well, yeah, yeah, but we talked about this in relation to you, uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. That your model, business model, has, and, and you're smart to have done this. I mean, uh, you know, you got to be flexible and adaptable. And if if you found something with a learning curve, you use it to your advantage. You have changed uh, your model, or at least made a big focus of what you do for your clients halftime wagering right okay so the right. game the game isn't over when the game starts golf as recently as five or six years ago they would tee off on thursday and that was it have a nice day let's see what happens on sunday but now there are second round matchups third round matchups fourth round matchups uh, second round odds to win the tournament third round odds to win the tournament and it's all because of the convenience of the app and and people. But but the, but my point being is that this stuff is now where one place used to offer it. Now the lion's share of places offer it. So for you to sit there and say to someone, "Hey, you should do this," well, sometimes you're just yodeling at the moon, right? Because they well they can't do nothing about it. But now it's more of a mainstream thing. That it, it 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 I would suggest it became a part of of your model. I agree. And listen, did you hear about Batter's Box? Did you hear about this new? They're going to have in-play betting. Did you hear about this in baseball? No. Go Where ahead. you're going to be able to wager on one of three results: Does the batter have a hit, an out, a walk, or a hit by pitch? And then you'll be able to literally in-game. Can you imagine you're going to be able to in-game live wager on that? Well, they're listen. They're, they're, and now the leagues are getting involved with gaming and sponsorships, and the hypocrisy is all going out the window because oh. the, because the leagues are getting a piece of the pie. But they are now talking about they have proprietary proprietary data. Really, what what do you have that we need? We've been doing this forever. But what they're doing is they're going to be having tracking devices on guys. They're going to be tracking hockey players. You could do over-under shots on goal by a guy. Uh, you know, so what, it's, this is, so this is the did, beginning. It's the ground floor. Exactly. So what they did is, um, I believe, one of the large carriers on the East Coast, I don't want to get into which team it was, they did a, they did a thing on their, um, if you were a subscriber to this cable network, they broadcasted an NBA game. Well, it was probably in, Washington, in wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so no, no, Lee, no. That's yeah. all over him. This Ted, this Leonsis guy, right? He, so he did you hear he's all did? in. Broadcast. He's all 50%, in. Percent, fifty percent. You had a choice to watch the regular game, or watch the game with in-game live betting odds in the upper right-hand corner. Right. The viewership was seven to one. Now that's good seven. information because I mean they did this at the NHL All-Star game. 
Michael didn't know that. He drove all the way down and took my son to watch him lose by 50 when he could have just stayed home and watched <laughs> the in-game live odds. He couldn't and, even get the in-game live odds in the stadium. Well, why I give the guy credit that if he, okay, here's the game, and here's the game this way, I like that. Like the NHL All-Star game, and they were in here doing the data testing and the equipment and all the – they tested in Vegas before they went to the All-Star game. Well, the hockey game, you know, they had tracking devices and tra- you know, who's on the ice, how many minutes did they play. They had all this stuff on. Well, and I know hockey, right? And I'm telling you. I think you do, yes. Well, I, mean, well, I know enough to be dangerous. But, I mean, I well, I know I know hockey to the point when I watch TV on hockey, I know what's going on. P- people – it's hard to follow the puck. It's hard to watch hockey, and you miss so much of the action on TV. But they were doing this all-star thing with the tracking device. It looked like it was a bad game of Etch-A-Sketch. I'm like, it's hard right. enough to follow the puck, and you're putting all this other garbage on the screen. I mean, I, I agree. But listen, before we – do you want to go over the numbers before your break or after uh, your break? Uh, well, I, I, listen, I'm, I'm going to let Mike make the decision. Uh, because I know Mike's the one with the legal pad there. What should we do, Mike? What are we going to do, Mike? Numbers before the break or after the break? We can do them after. All right, we'll I'll do them after. All right, well, listen. I, I want Mike to be thoroughly prepared, and why don't we take a break? Because I want to get you the numbers. It? It's the homework assignment. It's in the On Deck Circle, sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679. The boys... We'll be back in town next week. Looking forward to that. But we're not done yet today. We'll be right back on Sports Insider Radio. one 800 That's one 800 Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources 
directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. All right, we're back with you here. Sports Insider Radio, 800-209-1679. Pens and papers required at this time every Wednesday because our good friend John is going to give us the lowdown and all the goodies. ATS. It's amazing. It is amazing how I have never seen the margin this close, period. In the NBA right now, just to give you an example, the over and unders, I'm not even going to ask you that, I'm going to tell you. The overs, they have a very large edge, 504 to 501. <laughs> Can you imagine that? A thousand and five games have been played. 504 to 501. The overs have a three-game edge after a thousand games. I mean, how much better can you do on making a line? It's amazing. I mean, now you've been doing this all year long. How about this? The dogs have an edge in the NBA. 504 to 498. The edge is six games. You got three games on the overs, and you got six games on the dogs. And it just goes to show you that, you know, you take and convert that to the money line. The NBA um, favorites have won 67% of the time, 677 to 336. You add the point spread, whether it's a total or whether it's a, a spread, and you're at, 50, you're at three games and six games respectively. So, I mean, that's just like that kind of data just shows you how hard it is to beat the games. Obviously, the margins are bigger in college basketball because you just have that many more games being played. Um, but, I mean, again, when you talk about the money line, the percentages are 75% of all favorites in college basketball have won the game outright, 38-46 to 13-25. So you literally have, after 5171, 5,171 college basketball games, you have a 75% edge on the money line. Well, add the spread to that, you have a 50% edge basically. 25 and 55 and 25 and 18 to the favorites. 25 and 55 and 25 and 18. So you have a 37 game edge to the favorites that you just went from 75% to 30 once you institute the line. I mean, Again, anybody that's going to be a favorite player, anybody. I do this every week because people do not look at the overall large quantities of data, and they really think there's an edge to being a dog better 
or an edge to being a favorite better, or an edge to being an over better, or an under better. And when you're looking at the minutia, and I say minutia, you're looking at the micro each night of individual games. You believe that. But the reality is what it really shows you is that if you're a guy that just wants to bet to have fun, you don't really need to do much research. You can literally flip the coin like they say, and the odds are you're going to go 50-50 and lose VIG. For your entertainment cost at the end of the year is going to be the VIG when you're betting these spread sports like basketball and football. Uh, and, and, again, the num- Brian, the numbers don't lie. I don't even think as many years have you been in the business, you really looked at the data the way I looked at the data looking at these large sale of the entire season. Because when you look at college basketball and the totals, guess what, Brian? 51% edge to the over. 26 and 88 to 24 and 98. I mean, everything's 50%. Michael? Every week. Is the pen pencil sharp? Look, you know, I've been, I've been doing the research. It's actually helped me. I mean, look, I, I, I read about it and I try to you know, do my actual homework assignment where I try to implement these strategies to the day-to-day of trying to, to find those, you know, the value in each game, and, and particularly it's helped. I mean, well, especially... So here's, the, so here's the thing, not to cut my... This is where it helped. Mike has always believed that there's been a traveling uh, edge to, you know, home team dogs, for example. Brian, home team dogs this year in college basketball against the spread are 678, 689, and 26 for a 49% clip. Away dogs are 1840 and 1866, a 49% clip. When you do and you start doing the dog versus favorite thing, I can give you all the numbers. Away favorites are 50.40%, 4.4%. 689 and 678. It's the flip of the home dogs. There is this whole illusion of home team on TV, home team or road team. It's hard to win on the road. It's easier to win at home. It just gets blown out of the water when you look at all the data, that there really is no edge. You might have an edge in in baseball, but we'll see how that plans out. But, like, there is literally no edge for a college basketball team playing at home. When you look at all of the games, not a particular team that has a great record at home, does that make sense? Uh huh. It does. And, and, and I'm just—it's funny. I'm watching uh, the ACC tournament. Eleven nothing. Eleven nothing. Uh, I, I was 11-3. thinking of you, and within play wagering after that start, uh, then in the first half they put a number up going to the commercial. Miami plus ten and a half for the first half, and they come right out of the timeout. Miami hits a three. Uh, so right. again, it's the game. It's the game within the game. Now, when you guys get here, you're going to be out and about watching the games, right? Yeah, cool. Mike. Well, when you say out and about, I don't think Mike's going to see the outside of the sports book the whole time he's there. But go ahead. All right. Well, I got a, I got something for you. I got some for you. Hey, folks, it's Brian Blessing inviting you to join us for the first two days of the NCAA tournament in the Grand Ballroom of the Golden Nugget for Sportsbook Radio and Vegas Hockey Hotline, noon to 2 p.m. on Thursday, March 21st and Friday, March 22nd. It's a great venue to watch the great basketball action. Get the Golden Nugget mobile app. It's awfully convenient. Tony Miller, the Sportsbook Director of the Golden Nugget, will join us both days. It's a fun time in a great room. It's the Grand Ballroom at the Golden Nugget for the NCAA Tournament. 
How about that? I mean, a, a produced, yeah, listen, a, a produced invitation. Tony, wait a minute. Just tell Tony to, well, wait a tell Tony to load my app, and I'll, I'll okay. pay him when I get there. But I just, I just wanted. <laughs> how about the work I put in to to do that personal invite for you? That was beautiful. We will be at the Grand Ballroom. <laughs> listen, are the girls and you can and and come by, come by and hop on the show, and Oscar, beautiful. Oscar, I got um, Leandra from Oscar's office called me yesterday. Uh, Oscar, and they're the best. Oscar uh, has something that came up, uh, but he's coming. Uh, he was going to be there on Thursday at noon, but Os- the showgirls are going to be there Thursday at noon. And Oscar, Mike, Mike, Mike's eyebrows just went up. And Oscar, Oscar will be there uh, on Thursday at one p.m. And he's going to be uh, jumping on the radio show with us at one p.m down at the Golden Nugget, and that is uh, coming up a but, week from tomorrow. But, you know, I think last year I was there when Oscar was there, and it's funny because you remember the energy in that ballroom, which is that you really – and, you know, just to go segue into you being in the ballroom, it is amazing how it's not a 50-50 split. Literally, we were sitting there while you were on the air, yeah. and literally it was like the yells and the screams, it was completely one-sided to whatever team was playing. There was not – like you would think in a ballroom like that, it's not a traditional sports book that you would have 50% of the action rooting for one, and it wasn't. Well, well you know what's funny about – I mean, the dynamic in the ballroom for it, and, and you'll uh, – Michael, you'll love this. Mike, there's a blackjack table right there. Blackjack roulette. There. It's, yeah, you don't even have to – It's yeah, Mike, you're, you're going to love this. You're in trouble, buddy. But no, the, what I was, I, what I was hoping for is now that we have the app, I was hoping to load my app early in the morning and just go to the pool. They have TVs out there. Buddy, it ain't that warm. It ain't, for you, right? Yeah, no, no, no. It, well, and, and then the other thing is uh, the sports book is about – Oh, maybe a 37-second walk from the ballroom so we can go over and play some horses, too. There you go. Yeah. We're good. We're, we're but, yeah, going to be good. We're... But the dynamic you were talking about in the room is crazy because, you know, there are a lot of people that come in on an annual basis, uh, but there'll be factions of a certain team. So you know, there'll be te- people that will be rooting for their team, and obviously they bet on them. Right. But then there'll be games where, you know, a truckload of dough came in on the one side and and you're right. I mean, it there you know, it, it'd be an army screaming on one side, and a couple of guys yelling when somebody makes a basket the other way. But it, it's, it's, it's amazing. Who was that team, John? Who was that team when you were on the airplane? Everybody was flying in, or was it flying out? Remember last year? Yeah, I remember that you were talking about. Yeah, I was coming in from Maryland, and UMBC was. Playing. It wasn't UMBC. Oh, okay. It was some team that was like an overwhelming. Yeah. Put it this way: the whole airplane was on one side, and if I had the app and I could access it from the plane, <laughs> woo! No, what was it you though? Know, it, no, I remember that. I mean, you plane. you talked about it and said literally there was a, uh, you know, a whole whack uh, of people. They were maybe it was Syracuse or it was maybe it was a uh, Virginia Tech. It or wasn't Virginia. basketball, Somebody, was it? It was a football. Yeah, thing, it was. Right? Oh, Clemson. It was Clemson. Oh, okay, it was Clemson. Yeah, they were all like flying in from the East Coast, from Clemson. They go bet the games, and but anyway, the the, the uh-huh. point is, I always tell people the live bookmaker index. I like to call it the crowd cheer. You you, you really, I mean, I'm giving away some really not to be uh, funny, some golden nuggets for you players that have never <laughs> been in a Las Vegas environment. It wasn't funny. If you go out there. If you listen, just tell Tony I want the pizza waiting for me. If you if, if you if you go out there. And you sit there with no wager, and you have the ability to live wager on your app, and you hear the yelling and the screaming, and it's skewed to one side. 
I mean, it's a high probability you can take advantage of that and go the other way and be contrarian. Now, am I sitting here with 16 to 3 right now? What was the ori- let's use this game live as an example. What was the original line on this game? Uh, it was Virginia Tech 8. And they're losing 16 to 3. No, they're up 16. They're winning 16. Yeah. So there's to me there's no value in the favorite being up unless they're up 2 to 3 times greater than the spread at halftime. Then what I'll do is I, the contrarian in me is you know, I don't like the teams to be up super big because then they just play to win the game. So you're laying eight, they're up 16 and a half. Let's just say they're up 16 and a half or even 24. The guy that's laying the eight, he's feeling really confident and cocky, and um, I, that's the dog spot. Well, but here, exactly, and, 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 now, and it's not saying it's going to happen, but this type of scenario will happen 30 times in the next three days. Right. And, exactly. and, and but it's it's here. It's okay. Uh, Virginia Tech and Miami. They're playing early on in this tournament. I'm, right? I'm going to give you. Well, wait, I'm wait, give wait, you wait, an example. Wait, I'm going to no, 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 let me finish. And, and, and Miami had to play yesterday, right? But here's Virginia Tech, and they know if they're going to make a run in this tournament, right? And you got to come back, and you got to play again tomorrow. If if they're up twelve, uh, you know, with with two and a half minutes to go, or he may take these guys out because he knows they got to come back and play tomorrow. And all of a sudden, you know, Miami's going to keep the starters in. And all of a sudden, that backdoor thing comes into play. Right. So here's a perfect example. I don't mind talking about losers because, to illustrate a point, so let's say I was on Binghamton yesterday, and they were getting, what were they getting, Mike? Uh, 18. 18. They lost uh, 84 to 51. So if I just say to you, Brian, I was on Binghamton yesterday, and they lost 84 to 51. You say, yeah, bad game. You know, they got blown out. Well, they were up. Vermont was up 52 to 22 in the first half. In the second half, Binghamton lost the game by three points, mm-hmm. 32 to 29. Literally, Vermont did not play in the second no, half. No, and, what, well, and what was lead. the halftime number? It was, it was basically half of that. It was like 10. But my point is, is that when I didn't play the second half yesterday, but the point was is that if somebody laid the number with Vermont with a 20-point lead – up over the spread at halftime. So, like, a free strategy for people that don't want to pay for information, which is fine to each his own, is if the team is the favorite and they're covering the actual closing line at half, fade them in the second half. Yep. How do you like that one? Well, no, it makes sense. And there's a lot of things that go into play. A, you pull the starters, the other team doesn't. That's down, right? But, it, not but there's the a game but there's but, but there's another there's another element in there. When you take your power ratings and all, all the numbers are great, and but take the human element in it. The coach does not want to embarrass the other coach, right? Exactly. So I mean, you know, there's you can look at a score. And if you look at a score blindly, it doesn't give you know it doesn't give you all the information. And I think the you know this is this is going to be we'll, we'll talk about this next week. This game right here, Virginia Tech's up twenty three to five. Eight. They're laying eight. They're going to be obviously covering the spread unless something unforeseen happens at halftime. Now again, I'm not saying you take it in every situation, but when you look at a game that when you have a team that's laying sixteen, they're up twenty at the half. You know, my whole my whole it sounds very uh, counterintuitive. Big word is that if Whoa. I'm laying juice, if I'm, if I'm laying a favorite, I don't want to be winning at half. I can't stress this enough for listeners that are emotionally texting Mike at halftime. Can you believe this score? Or they're like overly comp, com, um, 
happy. Wow, yeah, that team's looking great. They're up 20 at the half. Usually that doesn't make for a good overall long-term strategy. You want your team to have to be pressed to play, not to protect the lead, if you're laying the favorite. And just as the educational tool that we always try to provide, counterintuitive is one word. And it's contrary to intuition or to common sense expectation, but often nevertheless true. That's correct. <laughs> and, you know, you, that, that, you, you nailed it. You, you are like a walking Google dictionary. It's, I, it's called a computer. <laughs> oh, okay. But, you know, but, but the thing is this. Michael, deals, Michael is what I call like the sports psychologist. So these gamblers, they call here, and Michael is very good now at dismissing and not engaging at halftime other than giving out information on halftime. But he can just tell you, you know, I know we're wrapping the show up, Craig, the insanity of, like, people literally calling him on lead changes in the first half of a game, and he's telling the guy, it doesn't matter. For all we're concerned is the game hasn't even started yet till the second half. I, God bless you if you're doing that. I mean, you know, customer service one thing. You want to be polite. Uh, you want to have a nice rapport. <laughs> At some point, did, Mike, do you ever just say, love you, brother, stop calling me? Well, I mean, I just don't answer the phone. It's just, uh, I've had it <laughs> in football. That's one way to do I mean, it. I mean, you know who it is. <laughs> especially in NBA. I mean, literally, a team could be up by 28 in the first quarter and lose the game outright. And, time and time again and these guys just get hyper obsessed like there's no comebacks in basketball and they're just watching every play and they're living and dying by every single play so you know at the end of the day man it's just that's the nuances of micromanaging each and every play you will drive yourself nuts i mean you can't even live by every game it just it's got to be weekly and tracking monthly to just understand if you're going to use a math model and you're going to try to get its correct mathematical edge, you have to sample. It's not a linear line that's just going to go straight up and you're going to win every game. You have to follow it correctly for an extended period of time to see its true results. John, did you appreciate what Mike just did there? He he took your one of your calling cards and you, you put it on the shelf. I like that. When you, when you got something, you, don't, you try not to do it ad nauseum. You put it on the shelf for a bit. But hyper-focused... Was was Let one of your? Have it. He can have it today. No, no, no. Hyper focus was one of your big words during football season, but Mike just tweaked it to hyper obsessed. No, oh, I mean it, you know it's it's true. The I do I understand watching games for the wagering aspect of it, but Mike will tell you, and you know this. I'm not really a fan. I mean, this is just a business. I treat this like the stock market, the financial markets. You know, it's like, how many games can you watch? I mean, you know, yeah, I'll take my son to an Oriole game. I'll, I'll take, you know, I'll, uh, but I don't, I can't watch these games from a non-business point of view. I don't, you know, I, I, what can I say? Maybe I'm jilted. The love of the game isn't there for me. But the business of the, the the game is what matters. So when I'm looking at this game and it's 23 to 8, I'm figuring in my mind, I'm making a line at halftime. What will this number be? Where will the value be? Well, your head's going to be on a, your head's going to be on a swivel uh, for the first two days of the NCAA tournament because literally, uh, as they they bleed the games out, and there's what's amazing in there. You'll you'll have your little electric 
set up. And, but you'll have half times coming, a new game about to start, and then all of a sudden a roar comes up from the other side of the room because the first half total went over with two and a half minutes to go in the first. You know, I mean, that is the atmosphere in there when you say there's no, there's no better place to be than in a book when something goofy happens in a game. But when you talk about the first two days of the NCAA tournament, you got things happening all over the place. Three different Absolutely. games, and numbers are numbers are being decided all over the joint. Absolutely, Michael. Michael's. Uh, I told him he's got to pace himself. He's got to pace himself because he's he's been there for football, but I don't think he's been out there for March Madness. So it's fun. We're getting ready. He's already packing his bags. I said, just bring a, just bring one shirt, one pair of shorts, and because uh, you know we can wear shirts and shorts. It's not too cold for us, Brian. Uh, no matter, even if it's sixty to us, it's hot compared to. Twenty here, um, so you know I'm just excited that I can bet a baseball game in Vegas on opening day and be there for opening day. It's pretty cool. How jacked are you, Mike? I'm pumped. I've, uh, this is the first for me to be out there during March Madness. I'm excited. I got. I'm going to get my phone apps ready. I'm going to get them loaded up, and uh, I'll be ready to rock and roll for a five day period. Maybe I'll see you more than just one day. But we'll. We'll hang well, out I, the I, entire weekend. I sincerely <laughs> hope so. Um, so what, what what's on the docket now for the weekend, fellas? Just this, which you're looking at, 25 to 8, heading into halftime and uh, figuring out the uh, the angles of all this insanity. Because, look, everybody gets a, you know, again, March Madness, the legit tournament. We're talking is, uh, what, the 28th to uh, the 8th. You know, it's it, you know the 20th to, excuse me, to April 8th. But, I mean, you have all this stuff pre- you know, have all these other tournaments that you can take advantage of. So, you know, you got to just rock and roll with it. And again, in one week, you know, place your future bets in the uh, baseball. And uh, let's not forget, we also got Premier League soccer, Champions League starting at four o'clock today, Brian, Eastern Standard Time. Lyon and Liverpool and Barcelona and Bayern Munich. The four teams today are playing in the second leg of the round of the sixteen Champions League. Oh, give me one good one, John. Yeah, I can't. No, I will save it for in person next week. All right, buddy. Galatasaray. <laughs> hey, I think that's Turkish football. Yeah, there you go. Tell him how I to, got my countries right, fellas. Tell them how to get old of you. You can just call Mike direct. You can call us. You go to sportsinsiderradio.com. All of our radio shows are archived online. Again, you know, I always say don't stall. Make the call 1-800-209-1679. Treat your betting as a business, not a losing hobby. Very good. You can be hyper-focused, hyper-obsessed, uh, and, you know, don't be counterintuitive. Call, there you go. call the boys. <laughs> I can't wait to see you, fellas. Um, are you, so you're doing you, – what time? The flight leaves at what? I mean, that's a goofball uh, stuff. Six in the morning. We land at 9, and we'll be at your studio by 1030. Wow. And you have dinner at, at noon. There you go. All right. Hey, can't wait to see you, fellas. It's always fun. SportsInsiderRadio.com, 800-209-1679. Going to be a great time of year, and the boys are going to be in studio with us next week as we'll be out and about on the roads, too, down at the Golden Nugget for the NCAA tournament. Uh, We always appreciate you taking time to join us and invite you to check out the website, SportsInsiderRadio.com. It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com.
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Former Trump campaign.